and and I get what, I was getting angry at myself, like actually angry at myself when what I need to practice and what I'm bringing into 2018 is just like crazy self-compassion for myself and anyone who's trying to manifest or create something in this world. Ignite your best life. Yoga is the spark. Hello, my friends. Happy holiday season and welcome back to the Yoga Hacks podcast where we take yoga off the mat and into our daily lives, especially needed during the the holiday time. Today's episode is my thoughts, my reflections, lessons, inspiration that I wanted to share with you from 2017, sort of looking at the year in a retrospective. I'm also going to be talking about how I developed and made the Uplifted Journal, the Uplifted Journal slash Planner. This is a book designed for yogis, created by yogis. It has, oh my goodness, affirmations in it around the chakras, the yoga sutras, tons of affirmations from the community that we've gathered through years of communicating together on Facebook and on YouTube. It has journaling prompts around every single theme, around the lunar phases, and it's sort of like a hybrid day planner slash journal. It's not so much a day planner that you'd use for like your appointments. It's more a self-care accountability system. So you can definitely put your to-dos in there, but it's really about tracking your yoga and meditation and self-care practice on a day-to-day basis. It has space for you to write your affirmations every single day. And again, there's hundreds of affirmations and journaling prompts in the book. So If you haven't gotten one yet, it's not too late. There still are some copies left and you can go to the upliftedjournal.com. So no, the upliftedjournal.com to grab your copy. But one of the things I wanted to talk about in this podcast was sort of the struggle that existed in bringing this book into fruition. And I'm also just, again, as I said, wanted to chat about some of my big lessons that I'm taking from 2017 into 2018 in hopes that they're also relevant to you. All right, so let's start with the planner, the book. So this all started, I want to say two years ago, maybe even more, when I put up these sample pages, like downloadable journaling pages on my website as like the ideal sort of day planner accountability system, like the the day journal book that I'd want to have with me at all times. And it had a place at the very top of the page where I check mark off that I did yoga, that I did meditation, that I did my journaling, and then a couple boxes that I could customize, like things that I just need to make sure I do every single day that's really important to staying aligned and calm and zen and then there was a space for me to write what yoga practice I did that day maybe take some notes there was a space for me to write my affirmations and I like to write my affirmations each three times in a row again if you're someone who likes to speak your affirmations out loud that's awesome but for me that always felt really cheesy and I love writing the affirmations and I find that writing it three times in a row I don't know, it really fuses that mind-body connection for me. So I always have three affirmations that I'm working with that I write three times each day. So there's a space to do that. And then, you know, I wanted like a space to just kind of jot down some notes for the day, stuff I was thinking about, sort of kind of 
to mind dump, I guess, some things that were maybe vritti, mind chatter that I didn't need, just throw it out onto the page. And then I wanted a place for my to-dos, you know, like practical things to write down and of course a place to check mark them off. And I wanted a little place also to reflect on the day kind of write my vision for the next day so I could live a really intentional life and a little place to also just note what I was grateful for that day just to focus on gratitude because every study and as yogis we know in our heart that gratitude is really the bridge from a bad mood or sadness to happiness. So I just really wanted (laughs) um, pages or, or like a day planner that had this format and so I put them up Uh, I I designed the page and then I put it up as a download on my website and people downloaded it and the reaction was super positive. Um, So thank you if you were one of the early people who downloaded it and I refined it a couple times. Um, Those of you who are in the Uplifted membership and Uplifted community, you know that we talked about it on some of our live calls. You guys gave me great feedback on the pages and I kept honing it and making it better over time. And it was always this dream of like, oh, could this be a real book, like not just something that you download and print out, but like a bound, beautiful book. And again, those of you in the Uplifted membership know there's a private podcast in there where there was the potential that this could be a book with uh, a big publisher or with a um, like kind of like a book deal type situation. And there was a lot of struggle and back and forth around that excitement and, you know, not being sort of sure what was the right path. And ultimately, the way it all turned out was that I decided if I wanted to do it, I wanted to self-publish it so I could have total control over what the book felt and looked like. Because to me, a book like this is something that's like sitting next to your yoga mat. It's a part of your daily life. It's a part of your daily routine. And therefore, it really needs to be beautiful. It needs to feel beautiful. And I'm definitely a control freak perfectionist. So I wanted to have complete control over the book. While if I partnered with anyone else or a publishing company or something like that, I wouldn't have total control about whether it was spiral bound, let's say, or what the cover looked like, or uh, the thickness of the paper, all these things that I knew would be really important if this book were to be birthed into the world as as a physical being. So I have all these great intentions for for manifesting this book. And at the same time, in my life, what's happening is I am very, very, very pregnant. And everyone kind of tells me I'm insane if I try to pull the book together or make it for this year. And again, it's a it's a journal hybrid planner. The, the days, the dates are not filled in. You can fill in the dates at the top of each page yourself, which is always how I like to do it because I have so many planners lying around where I just don't use the planner that day. And then it's just a wasted day and a waste of trees. So it was really important to me that the dates were, you know, that you could fill those in yourself so there was no wasted space. Um, So again, it is sort of like an evergreen, uh, you know, planner that you can use anytime throughout this year. But of course, you know, I wanted it for the new year because, because, you know, people are excited and they are thinking about getting a planner or a journal during the first of the year. That's just what makes sense. So I'm very pregnant. I've never made a book before. And my deadline is really, really tight because I was so unsure about whether 
the book was going to move forward and exactly how that was going to happen. I lost a lot of time sort of exploring a bunch of different avenues that when it came time to say like, okay, we're going to pull the trigger and self-publish, that it was really late in the game, like much later in the timeline than like, again, any normal person would be like, we'll just do this next year. But no, me being the crazy person that I am was like, no, it has to happen this year because I really, really wanted the book and I felt like it had been years already because I think it's been at least two or one where people have been asking for the book. I've been excited about the book. I mean, bottom line, I just really wanted to use it in my own daily life and daily practice. And one of the big lessons that I always want to share, but especially want to share as we go into the new year is this idea of getting into action. You always want to get into action around your dreams because even if it doesn't go perfectly, you're going to learn so much along the way. And in my book, getting into action is always better than doing nothing. However, (laughs) it often brings a lot of unexpected challenges, which is what I'm going to share in (laughs) in this episode. So back up, one of the things that's very special about the planner and that was really important to me was that it was made and really touched by people who cared about it, like that that the book had good energy all the way through. So I didn't want to like outsource to China like most people do when they manufacture a book like this. I really wanted to use like a family run print shop where I felt connected to the people who were making the book where I felt like I could trust that they had the same vision, that they knew how beautiful this book had to be because it's not just a book. It's like your journal and it's part of your, hopefully your daily yoga practice sitting by your mat or on your kitchen table like every single day. So I really wanted to have the right values with this project. So we used to to make the book a family-run print shop in Mexico where my editor and colleague who works with me on a lot of my yoga uh, videos, Sarah, lives. And her family was very close uh, with the the printer and she really was able to get them on board with our vision. And of course she speaks Spanish. So there's, you know, a wonderful relationship there. And I just felt really good about them making it. And a big question was always, how are we going to get the books from Mexico to America? Because the, the printer we worked with exports books, but he exports books to Europe only. He's never brought books into the U.S. So it was sort of part of the deal we made with him that we would take care of getting the books to America. He didn't have experience with that. So he was going to pack them all up and put them in boxes for us and get everything ready, but ultimately we had to get them to America. So of course I did a bunch of research and I made a bunch of calls and it's very expensive to move heavy objects like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books um, around, (laughs) but I found what seemed like a good solution. And this is where I got a little bit, I don't know if unlucky is the, yeah, unlucky is the right word. Um, I decided to move the books through what's uh, like a freight carrier. And when I talked to the folks, (laughs) when I talked to the folks, uh, they, the, the customer service or the person I talked to, I really grilled them. I was like, what paperwork do we need to get these books through? Really give me all the details. And... Ultimately, what this person told us was completely wrong. You can hear baby Alex is even getting upset. 
what this person told us was I think they were just misinformed or they didn't know, but they were basically like, you just need this one form and that's it. And I was like, really? Are you sure? And they're like, yep, that's all you need, just this one form. So we went for weeks, months, uh, prepping that the, the books would be moved through this freight service and that we only needed this one form because that's exactly what I was told. So of course, just like any artistic project, before we even get to ship the books anywhere, they got delayed in the manufacturing process. So of course, the printer wanted the quality to be very high, which meant he wanted to reprint certain pages to get the grayscale perfect and just right. And then it ended up that the book is quite thick because those of you who are in Uplifted and the Yoga Hackers group, you told me that you really wanted there to be at least six months worth of planner pages, like the accountability pages. And there's all these blank journaling pages too. And then there's all these affirmations and journaling prompts. It's like a mini book and a journal. And, and the book was getting thicker and thicker and thicker and thicker. And because I'm not down there in Mexico, I didn't understand like how thick the book was getting. And it's, it's a good size, but apparently in order to bind it, a very special kind of spiral was needed because you guys also told me you really wanted the book to be spiral bound, which was important to me as well. But as the book got thicker, a traditional spiral like that I guess printers use for standard spiral binding wasn't strong enough to hold it. And this didn't get fully clearly communicated to me. So there was a delay for the grayscale printing um, to perfect the grayscale. And then there was another delay that we had to actually order these custom spirals from Guatemala to come to Mexico. And then once we got the custom spirals, the printer, like the, the custom spirals were so custom that a normal spiral closer machine, I'm sure there's a more sophisticated word for that, but this fancy machine that kind of binds and closes the spiral did not exist um, and he had to get like a special machine in order to close the spirals and then that machine broke <laughs> when there was still like 20 or 40 books to do luckily the hundreds before that it worked but anyway all of this resulted in lots of little delays which was very stressful for me because I really wanted the book to be you know, with me and being shipped out to everyone much earlier than it actually did. And it's sort of amazing because a lot of you got the book in time for Christmas and I think everyone's going to get it in time for New Year's or if not like before Jan 1, like right around um, that time, some of the international people. And I am so proud of that because you have no idea <laughs> what, what we went through. And this is just the beginning. And I'm sharing this because, again, I think a lot of times we're afraid to get into action or we look at other people and we're like oh like it's so easy for them and I just want to share that for me this project was was really cool but it was very out of my comfort zone and I hope it inspires you to go out of your comfort zone or maybe it terrifies you and you decide you'd never want to leave your comfort zone once you hear the rest of it but I'm someone who's very comfortable making videos right that's what I do on YouTube. It's what I do inside the Uplifted membership. I'm very comfortable doing podcasts. I'm very comfortable with technology. I run a whole online teacher training where we use technology in some really cool, complicated ways. But making a physical product was something I've never done before. And it was really intimidating. I'm so proud of myself that I got into action around it. But 
I want to share the behind the scenes because it's been crazy. So, so delays with the book, right? And then finally, we get all the books to Sarah, who, who works with me and is amazing. So we have the books from the publisher. We're all ready for the freight service to come pick it up. And the person I talked to at the freight company tells me something so completely different than the first person I talked to. In fact, it's almost like I'm talking to a completely different company, even though it's the same company. And they're like, no, the person you talked to before has no idea what they're talking about. You actually need these like four forms um, and you need a customs broker and it's like very, very complicated. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, like finally we have these books ready, which we've been waiting for for so long, you know, because there's been so delayed. And and now I'm finding out that all this shipping stuff, which I thought we had in the bag, is actually way more complicated than I thought. So we start doing all this research into how we can, you know, get these forms and figure it out. And it's a total nightmare. And, um, you know, I'm contacting some different customs brokers and then we make some really good progress and we find someone who's really great and wants to work with us and understands the project and understands that it needs to be done ASAP. And then we find out that we need a customs broker on the U.S. side and on the Mexican side. So we actually need two different people and they need to be able to work together. And again, this is all happening over the course of days, right? And so many phone calls and so many emails. And once I find that out, I'm just like, no, <laughs> I do not trust this freight company anymore. This is getting so complicated. We are flying the books to America. It's going to be way more expensive, but it's just the, it's the only option at this point. Because again, like if we had been told the correct information earlier, it would have been fine, but we, we hadn't. And, and even so, it's like a very complicated, complicated process. So I decide we're flying the books in. <laughs> Done. Now again, we're talking about hundreds of books that are so heavy. So getting pricing that's remotely reasonable for flying the books is extremely challenging. And luckily, through a bunch of negotiation with uh, FedEx, I get a rate that can like kind of work for the project. So thank goodness. And they give me this rate and I'm literally like almost crying on the phone with this woman who helped me negotiate it saying like, thank you. Thank you so much. And she's super sweet. And it like looks like everything's just finally going our way. So, <laughs> so um, she says, you know, to, to get the boxes, you need to print out uh, labels like like FedEx labels for boxes. So I'm like, okay, no problem. And she said, because there's so many boxes, I mean, we're talking about like 50 boxes here. She's like, you want to make sure you use this special FedEx software to print the labels. So it's like all tracked as one shipment, even though there are multiple boxes within the shipment. She's like, we have tech support that can help you. So now I need to download this software. And I'm like, you know what? This is great. I love learning new software. I love, you know, technology. I can handle this. So I go to download the software and it doesn't download. And I'm like, hmm, that's really odd. And very quickly I find out that this software is only for PC computers. It's not for Apple computers. And I use a, a Mac all the computers in our house are Macs, including Sarah's. So 
I'm like, hmm, what do I do? And then I remember that my husband has, because he's a total nerd, he has a PC computer <laughs> uh, that he keeps in our garage. But it's a desktop, so it's huge. I mean, it's not like a laptop that you can carry around. And it's winter. And our garage is, well, a garage. It has no heating. It's, you know, dark. Uh, but I go out there and I start messing with that computer and I get the software to run. And of course, the software is so complicated and confusing. I mean, it's for like massive, massive commercial companies that are printing like thousands of FedEx labels. So I'm learning the software. I'm breastfeeding the baby. We have our in-laws staying with us. And I'm like running back and forth into the garage wearing like my ski gear the whole time, basically trying to figure out how to get these labels going. And I finally sort of figure it out and tech support's talking me through everything. And then we realize that the system can't process because the way they wanted me to process it was like a return because it was like a shipment that was coming to my FedEx account in America. So like you have to process it as a return, but you can't do more than 25 international returns at a time. And of course I have 50 boxes and the rate I was quoted was like for all, all of them together. So then I have to go back and, and tell the rate people like, Hey, your software actually doesn't let me have this shipping rate because there's like the software I don't know what it, if you'd call it a bug or just programmed in that you can only do 25 at a time. So they're like, well, if you can only do 25, like that's a complete, completely different negotiation. Like we need to renegotiate everything all over again. And like the original woman who I talked to was totally gone. So literally at one point I'm using my mother-in-law's phone and I have the rates negotiation people on one line and tech support on the other line and you know tech support saying the that the rates people should have never allowed me to have like this many boxes as part of one shipment and the rates people are telling me that the software people are crazy and they won't talk to each other so again I'm like using my mother-in-law's iPhone um, and have my iPhone and I put them both on speaker like and force them to talk to each other I'm like breastfeeding the ch my baby like throughout this whole interaction and he's like chiming in uh, <laughs> as he does throughout all of this and then the minute any conclusions are come to or I need to test anything I need to run back out to the garage so the whole thing is just hysterical and as I was going through it all I was like this is going to be so funny in retrospect <laughs> you know <laughs> like one of those things that you're going through and you're just like why is this happening and I especially felt frustrated at moments because the reality is like the this planner like manifesting this book this isn't a money maker for me or my family or my business I mean it's just a passion project if anything we're gonna break even or it might even be at a loss like who knows after all we've been through but I was just really passionate about putting this book into the world but I just had no idea you know how how much I was getting into so long story short, I have to renegotiate for like a 25 and 25 shipment and we get the labels organized. Sarah prints them all and puts them on the boxes and then 
we find out that we filled out some of the customs information incorrectly because tech support told us that we could fill out the customs information as if it was just like one giant shipment. Um, but the way they ended up printing the labels, it was like every single box had a very high value. Like every box had the value of the whole shipment. And we were like, uh, that's going to raise some flags at customs. So we had to redo everything. Sarah had to reprint all the labels. To put this in perspective, we're talking about like 50 boxes in each box has a label and each label because of all the customs forms and everything is probably like five pages each so meanwhile I'm like crying at the amount of trees we're wasting Sarah's running around like a crazy person there are no like FedEx stores like office fronts in Mexico like there are in America so even to get like the clear labels to stuff stuff the stuff the labels like put the labels on the box uh she had to like jerry rig and invent all this stuff it was completely crazy and then finally fedex in mexico comes to pick up the boxes and they tell us that we that like the way we've put the customs forms in the box is like totally wrong and that they've never seen a shipment like this go by air before and are we sure it's not going by freight and so they leave and don't take it so they ultimately have to come back like the next day. It was, I can't even tell you. And throughout all of this, my in-laws are here. We're supposed to all be like relaxing, having this like holiday time with the baby. And of course I'm total mess, like hair standing on end on the phone 24 seven, running out to the garage in my ski pants and mittens. Um, every time I'm not breastfeeding the baby to like work on the labels or work on something crazy. Again, total insanity but it all ended up being worth it because once we got the books to FedEx um, there was a very scary day and a half where it like went off the radar tracking wise and was somewhere in Mexico but then all of a sudden the books arrived and they actually arrived earlier than FedEx said they would so again, that's like finally a good thing, like amazing thing happening. Oh my gosh, they got here earlier. The problem was we weren't ready. Like literally FedEx rings our doorbell and it's like three days or four days sooner than the books were supposed to get here. We don't have any space cleared out. I don't have any of my workflow and kind of like people, like everything I had prepped for shipping. I had none of it organized. Um, They're just like, ding dong hi we we have like 50 boxes this is where I thought my husband might divorce me um but somehow somehow we rally through we like clear space in the in the garage we get all the boxes and I'm like this is amazing I can finally ship and I can ship you know a little earlier and I start looking and all my packaging for the books, like what I'm going to put the, the journals and the planners in to ship them out is really weird. Like it's not here yet. And I had two different types of packaging that I was using, boxes and sort of like these padded envelopes. And the padded envelopes were supposed to be there Monday. So, and again, the books ended up arriving on a Friday. So I was like, okay, I'm sure they'll get here Monday. But the boxes were supposed to be there that day. Um, and they weren't there. And then basically what happened is because of the holidays and just random freak delays, 
I didn't have any packaging. I had like 50 envelopes that I had for just like when I ship other stuff, like my, my yoga blocks and, and things like that. So I, you know, 50 books, like I, for the first people who ordered, like they went out ASAP. But then after that, it's like I had all the books. I'm desperate to ship them, but I have no packaging. And it's like you, again, this is why I have to share the story because I was just like, you can't make this stuff up. The the boxes, which again are are sent by like a super reputable company. I've ordered from them before. It's always like one day shipping. They're insanely fast, insanely responsive. Their thing on their tracking is just like delayed, unknown, or, I, or it was saying like out for delivery. And then at the end of the day, it would just be like, delayed unknown so I'm calling them trying to figure out like where the 200 boxes are that I need for for these books the envelopes which again which was supposed to be there on Monday just start saying like unknown arrival and again I order from this company all the time never had a problem everything is just totally delayed so I have all the books now after all this (laughs) and no packaging this goes on and on and eventually I get the boxes and then eventually two days later I get the envelopes and then everything went out. But this is the story of how it can be challenging to manifest things. And if you're, if you haven't listened to the interview I did with Anodea Judith, who is an amazing expert on the chakras, she talks a lot about this, this current of manifestation, how we think manifesting should be easy because we're excited about a project, but the reality is manifesting is often really, really hard. And one thing my father said to me throughout all this, which was very helpful, and I share it with you in case you're ever going through some kind of logistical nightmare like this, is that he said, you know, you're learning so much. You're learning so much. And it really doesn't feel like you're learning anything at all when you're like wearing your ski pants in your garage, listening to like <laughs> your baby crying who needs you to come back into the house and feed it. Uh, surrounded by like all these books which you like paid to get to you faster and now don't have packaging to ship out like you don't feel like you're learning anything you just feel crazy but looking back in retrospect I agree that you know I, I have learned so much through this whole experience if I ever did it again it would be a cinch. It would be so easy. But it's like always that first time that things are really hard. And I think a lot of us tend to forget like how hard it is to do something the first time. And this comes back to the real moral of this podcast, which is about compassion. Compassion for yourself when you're in these difficult moments. Because I was totally beating myself up. I was like, why did I take on this project? Why did I take on this project during the holidays? Why did I take on this project with the newborn? Why did I take on this project when, you know, I don't even need this project to make a living or, you know, take care of business and my family. It's just like, why am I doing this? It's causing a lot of stress. But, and, and I get what, I was getting angry at myself, like actually angry at myself when what I need to practice and what I'm bringing into 2018 is just like crazy self-compassion for myself and 
anyone who's trying to manifest or create something in this world. It is not easy to take something from nothing, from an idea to a physical, real product in the hands of hundreds of people. I mean, I have such newfound respect for any entrepreneur that is dealing with physical goods, like mass production of physical goods and shipping and international shipping and and all that kind of thing. But this is really relevant for all of us because we're all trying to create something, right? Maybe you're not trying, maybe you're not coming out with a journal, right? (laughs) But you're trying to create something in your life, right? Maybe you're trying to change jobs. Maybe you're trying to create the perfect relationship or find your soulmate. Maybe you're trying to start a business or just create a family, create the ideal day or optimize your happiness in some way. And anytime we're manifesting, there's this tendency to beat ourselves up, just like I very easily slid into when this project wasn't easy. And I was criticizing myself about why I took it on. I was I was so angry that I hadn't thought out or hadn't seen all these pitfalls coming when the reality was like, I did everything in my power that I could and it actually turned out that everyone is getting their planner uh, without any big delay whatsoever. We need to practice self-compassion. And I think this idea of self-compassion is, is so hard. Like it's so easy to have compassion for someone else, but we're so hard on ourselves. And this hardness on ourselves my hardness on myself is something I really want to leave in 2017 and not bring into this new year. And I want to invite you to do the same. If you're creating anything, and again, it could just be like you're trying to create your ideal day, create a good family environment for your kids, or again, maybe you're starting a business, changing a job, have compassion for yourself because manifesting is hard. And Uplifted members, we have a podcast, a member-only podcast called Manifesting is Hard. (laughs) Um, That's really fun. And you have to pat yourself on the back and focus on the positive and know like even when you're going through that hard time that you're learning and it's okay if things are like in a state of chaos for a little bit because it'll be okay. And What helped me know that it would be okay? I mean, I didn't know it was going to be okay. But one thing I did is I prayed. As silly as that might sound, I prayed for the books to get here. I prayed for the books to be beautiful. When people would ask me how I was doing, I'd say, I'm great, but I'm really worried about this particular project. Can you pray for me? A lot of people in Uplifted, if you PM me or you've messaged with me, you know I literally asked, pray for the books all the time. I don't know exactly if that helped, but it certainly helped my mindset. So you can sort of offer up your efforts to something greater than yourself. Second thing you can do is just think of what the worst case scenario is, opposite of positive thinking, but sometimes it's helpful to just be like, what's the worst that could happen? And I was okay, well, the worst that could happen would be like the books never get here. They're somehow destroyed or, you know, something like that. And the worst thing that could happen was like I have to issue a bunch of refunds and I'm, you know, 
in in the hole for like a lot, <laughs> pretty lot of money if if that had happened. But again, it's just money, right? It's just money. I'm safe. My beautiful baby's safe. I still have a home. I still have a husband who luckily has not divorced me throughout this whole process. So that's awesome. Um, so, you know, just putting things in perspective, I think, can be really helpful when you're going through something like this. Like, the worst, if the worst case scenario is that, like, you and the people you love are still healthy and safe, that's something really good to focus on. And then that third piece is the self-compassion piece. And this is, I think, an energy shift that's that's happening. When I try to describe or think about the, the big energy shift that I think is happening right now in the world or in our community, in the yoga community, 2017 to 2018, that I'm most interested in, it's this shift toward self-compassion, in the direction of self-compassion. When are we going to be able to speak to ourselves the way we would speak to a good friend? When are we going to be able to take it easy on ourselves and comfort ourselves and say, hey, you're doing a great job. This is a learning experience or, or whatever. Like, Give that space and love to ourselves the way we would to our children and our friends and our loved ones. This is so hard to practice and it is so essential because when we love and have compassion for ourselves, we show up a million times brighter for all our tasks, for our loved ones. It really is about self-care which I think is one of the reasons I was so passionate about manifesting the planner because the planner, the uplifted planner journal is about self-care. It's about tracking self-care. It's about an accountability system for self-care. I just feel like there's this collective energy that's about softening, that's about easing up, that's about achieving more, but in a way where we're less hard on ourselves. That's what I'm really interested in. And if you are an Uplifted member, I have a special gift, special gift, which is a 45-minute guided visualization around this concept, around this concept of softening and specifically around integrating everything you might have gone through in 2017 and setting your intentions for 2018. So if you're an Uplifted member, make sure to check out that special member-only guided meditation that I've put together for you for this exact period for the new year. And if you're not a member, consider joining us if you feel called. UpliftedYoga.com is where you can get all the info. Looking back, I don't have regrets. I am so glad that I pursued the book this year, that it's in my hands. I feel like I learned so much and I'm really, really happy with how it came out. The pages are beautiful and thick. They don't bleed through. That was a huge thing I was concerned about. So you can use different kinds of uh, pens or markers on there and they will not bleed through to the other side. The color printing is beautiful. The print job is just gorgeous. The spiral is beautiful. The cover is beautiful. Of course, I'm a total perfectionist, so there's tiny things that I would 
uh, enhance if I were doing this all again, but really considering how quickly we pulled this project together, I'm so proud of it. And you can still get a book if you haven't ordered one yet. Go to upliftedjournal.com because there's never going to be a book that's like this one that has the whole story and all the energy of all the people who touched it, which I can really feel when I hold the book, like how much this book has gone through. There's never going to be one like this. We we may print it again in the future. We may not. I'm, I'm still figuring that out, but it won't look like this one. It won't be like this one. It won't feel like this one, which is, is so beautiful and so unique and so special. So if you haven't yet ordered a journal, uh, make sure to do that before we run out. This is also a really ideal time to join Uplifted if you haven't already. This is a time period that's like just so ripe with setting intentions, creating community and infrastructure for you to succeed in your yoga goals and your meditation goals uh, in the new year with a with a family and a support system and get connected to me and so many others on this path. Uplifted really is truly amazing. And if you're a member who's listening, just uh, you inspire me and yeah. So thank you for listening all the way to the very end if you're still with me. I would love to hear um, if you have a project that was like like this planner project was for me, something that was super challenging or something that you were beating yourself up for when it was happening or something really difficult that you manifested and it was an uphill battle but you learned so much. I would love to hear in the comments below or in our private Facebook group what that experience was for you. So if you're listening on YouTube, you can put it on the comments on YouTube. If you're on iTunes, of course, leave a rating or review, but hop on over to the private Facebook groups where all the action happens. Yoga Hacks, yoga, H-A-C-K-S, community.com is going to redirect you to the the free Facebook group. And um, if you're an Uplifted member, you know you have our special private group. And uh, oh, it's been so fun seeing all the secret Santa stuff that you guys put together for this year. I'm so grateful for our community and that I feel comfortable just like sharing a story like this. I think that's another thing I really want to bring into 2018 is just more authenticity. I think especially since having the baby, I'm, I've been more self-conscious about maybe getting in front of the camera or Um, recording a podcast if I know he's going to be like making noise like little noises like he is right now during it and you know I just want to step into total pure authenticity and share from my heart because that's why I'm doing this I love this practice it's been life-changing for me and every time I hear a story where someone says they've been touched by the yoga practice or by doing yoga with me it just makes it all worthwhile it really really does this 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 practice is such a gift and yeah i love you guys so much i'm wishing you a happy new year from my heart to yours namaste this episode was brought to you by uplifted try brett's membership community for people who want to enrich their life through yoga for free at brettlarkin.com uplifted yoga obsessed join brett for yoga teacher training at brettlarkin.com train And don't forget to give back. Like this podcast, leave a rating or review. Share this with someone you love. Remember, 
Now is the time to dedicate yourself to what matters most. From my heart to yours, namaste.